0: This episode of A Hero's Journey podcast is brought to you by s Inc., JPS Computers, and my newest sponsor, Red Rock Harley-Davidson, right here in Las Vegas. Um, producer Chase and I have had a blast doing this show, uh, bringing on different guests, and each story itself, it's kind of wild because I, I've seen the effect happen almost immediately with um, people inspiring others to do things even my own son reached out to me and said i've been binge watching your episodes dad and i'm down 75 pounds because you had this guest on and and then just listening to their stories and the people that say yes to things and take on challenges and new things well so i want to say it was like two and a half years ago maybe two it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic and i had to get a job You know, uh, the entertainment industry just crashed. There was nothing going on. And I went and got a job at at Red Rock Harley-Davidson. They gave me a home. And they sent me out to show off this new electric bike. And I knew barely anything about Harleys, but I did ride my Harley in today to do the show. And But that day, this girl rolls in And she's beautiful. She knew way more about Harleys than I did. And she was teaching me stuff. And she was like the spokesmodel for the day. And just, it was awesome to just sit and listen to her experiences. And over time, we became friends. And I follow her on social media. I watch her do what she's doing. And I said, you gotta come on my show. There are people out there that... One, won't believe what you do. Two, that you can't judge the book by its cover. Just because she's beautiful doesn't mean she's not smart, that she's not talented, that she can't ride a Harley, that she can't do the things that we're going to talk about today. And I want to introduce you to my guest today. She's my friend, Kayla Perez. It's a pleasure. Hey, say your last name, <laughs> Perez. 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 Oh, See, there you go. But you said it in a in, a, in the letter. The Latin Perez. There we go. <laughs> Perez. Isn't she beautiful, Chase? Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I can't tell a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course.
1: Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, it's wild. So I, I meet you, and you rode to that event that we did. Yeah. She rides her Harley to the event. And I'm like, wait a minute. You ride? And you <laughs> were like, yeah, I do. So tell everybody, what do you ride?
1: Yeah, so I have an Iron XL sporty 883 and I bought it from one of my best friends in California and I've had it ever since. It's been the only bike I've been married to. <laughs> <laughs> a, I love it. We've been through a lot and uh, I've ridden it thousands of miles and it's still it's still a great quality bike. It'll always be my bike.
0: So you know what you don't know is that I would sell help sell a, a Harley to a female at Red Rock, right? And I would use you as an really? example. Constantly, I'd use you as an example because uh, the 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 approach that you like you just said you're married to it. It yeah. was like it's a part of you. It's it's yeah. a, an extension of yourself. Yeah. And there was a day that you came into Red Rock and I, I ran over, gave you a hug, and I said, "What are you doing?" You said, "I'm getting my bike checked out because yeah. I'm jumping on this thing and I'm gonna go camping." by myself Mm -hmm. where were you going
1: uh Sedona at that point I think it was a
0: canyon it it wasn't wasn't it yeah
1: well so I went to Sedona and the Grand Canyon there we go and kind of just went all over the place just wherever the wind takes me I don't really have a full itinerary just (laughs) it was awesome Just go on a journey and I pack it up to the brim and it's funny because it's a sportster so it's not really a tour bike no but i make it a tour bike
0: you do and yeah. it's 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 all done up and i was pointing out how you had it looked like two water bottles on the front mm-hmm. on just mm-hmm. above the forks Yeah, and those were there was gas in those
1: yeah yeah so la rosa makes these great gas tanks that because sportsters two gallon tank right so you will lose uh, he will run out of gas immediately, <laughs> which I did. And these tanks will save your life, yeah. especially if there's a detour, which would ha- that's right. what happened to me. And uh, and there's one in the back in the saddlebag.
0: Oh, I didn't know there was another one, too.
1: Yeah, it's like a little tiny saddlebag, and there's so there's three in total.
0: Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So there you go. But you come in, and I got to get to all of this stuff. I can't even get to all the things you do. You, you are a rock climber.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that
0: how you, what do you, what do you call that?
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, I I enjoy rock climbing. I'm definitely learning still, Okay. but I, during COVID, I wanted to get over my fear of heights. So I started rock climbing.
0: So you have a fear of heights.
1: I had a fear of heights. Oh, had,
0: I have, I have.
1: The only way to get through is face your fears. Right. And I knew that. So I decided to go climb some walls in the gym and I met this guy, Paul, and he's been my climbing partner since and he's one of the best climbers i know personally and you know climbs there's different grades so he climbs some of the hardest stuff and he's pushed me and he's guided me so i've been climbing at least once or twice a week
0: wow i just i just commented on something that you did the other day because (laughs) you you, it you were climbing and and your rock climbing partner was basically hanging off off the uh, it was like coming out and just hanging over. And I was just, sw- my palms are sweating just talking about it. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so so I'll tell you about that. That's uh, It's Potosi. It's called Potosi. Okay. It's on um, Blue Diamond. And tradition is that it was, uh, Alex, Alex Honnold was out there. He's like, hey, you have to, it's tradition, it's your first time out here, you have to rope swing. And so everyone does it that climbs and so you what you do is you climb to the top it's this cave and on the top of the cave you jump from the rope and it's this huge pendulum swing and you're basically free falling Mm -mm. for a while and (laughs) it's terrifying but you did uh, it i did it yeah
0: wow
1: i just saw jared leto posted a few days ago he did it too
0: out there or just no
1: way yeah all the pros climb out there so it's it's kind of um you know it's the pro spot
0: okay well Um, i
1: I'm just trying to fit in.
0: <laughs> but see, no, I watch you because we'll get into the other things that you do as well. But you, um, I watch you train for like mm-hmm. taking mountains. Don't be shy. I want to know out there like what you do. Because like last time I saw you, you said you were training for to take some big mountain. And I see you sleeping in a tent yeah. inside your home. Mm hmm. And training with a mask on and things like that. So yeah. talk about that. What is it what is that you're doing?
1: Yeah, so that is high-altitude mountaineering, high-altitude climbing. And basically, you're climbing over a certain uh, range of mountains. So most notorious is the Himalayas, You know okay. the highest mountains in the world. I just got to that. But um, I started off in the South um, Pacific Northwest. My first mountain was Mount Shasta. And I actually Googled it during COVID because I was so fascinated by mountains. And I decided to just go out there and do it by myself. I didn't know anything <laughs> about mountain climbing. I said, listen, let's just let's figure it out. And um, intro to mountaineering popped up. Al- American Alpine uh, Ascent was my first guide. And I met this girl, Kim, and she was this cute blonde guide. Mm-hmm. She's, but she was a total badass. And I was so inspired. And she really taught me a lot, and her and I are good friends now. Um, but it just kind of it grew on me because it is true suffering. And when I say suffering, you are cold, uh, you are freezing, you can't breathe, you know, you're getting headaches, you're getting acute mountain sickness. Um, you are probably <laughs> at the brink of dying. I, I was actually are you in, in Nepal. So, for me, I got um, HAPE, which is high-altitude pulmonary edema. You know, so I had trained months for this climb. Right. And it doesn't matter how much you train for a climb. It matters how your body reacts at altitude. And everyone's different.
0: Everyone's going to be different, right? Yeah.
1: So, so I'm training for this big Himalayan peak this past... uh, I climbed it in October. And my ascent to camp one, I started feeling symptoms of shortness of breath. I started feeling fatigue. I started feeling headache and, um, I had to descend the next day. And so NIMS, our leader, um, NIMS dive. Okay. Makes all the shots. He said, look, come down, take a moment, um, take a few days to recover. So actually that night I woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't breathe. He said, you got to descend down to Lukla because the only way, he said, you have pulmonary edema, which is swelling of the lungs. You have moisture in the lungs. And if you don't descend, you will die. So he put me on a helicopter, went down to Lukla, which is 5,000 feet, and I recovered there. And the next day, he said, okay, come back. Try again if you're feeling up for it he's very cautious about stuff like that so i go up take a few days go back to camp one and still feel the same but apparently it takes about two weeks at least to recover Uh, to recover so
0: but you still went for it even though knowing that this could.
1: you know i i was i it was a big decision but i said look I have to go for it and I have to give my all and I have to push through it. But there are limits too, right? Of course. You, know, you don't want to die. Yeah. But I know my, um, fullest human potential as well. I you know, know that I can push and I know I, my threshold and I know how far I could push past that. And it's, it's really about, um, building yourself up to the best of your ability and past Right. So for me, yeah, that happened, but it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. And I came back and I immediately started training again for the next mountain in the Himalayas. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because look, it's, it's a learning lesson. It, it helps me become a better version of myself.
0: So so what is training endure Like, I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So what's day one? of having to train to take this new mountain that you're doing in the Himalayas.
1: So I switched up my routine and I uh, have a new program. So it's a combination of gym exercises. So you have mountain max training, so strength training. I have a weighted vest. I'll do a million step-ups. <laughs> wow. So you're in the gym doing a bunch of stairmaster step-ups, but a lot of mountain climbing as well. Okay. So I'll have a heavy pack on I'll go up to Turtle Head Peak, do uh, up and back for three hours. The next day, I'll run four miles. Um, but you switch it up. But the key, I think, that um, prevented me from summiting and induced the mountain sickness was not being rested, adequately rested. So if your body is not prepped and you've overtrained, a lot of people overtrain, okay. that will crush you in the mountains.
2: Wow.
1: So rest. And for me, I'm very much, I love to push through. I love to give my all. Rest day. I'm still climbing. So I've learned to just kind of step back, let my body absorb the training load, and then keep pursuing at a steady pace. Because when you climb a mountain, it is a steady pace. Right. You're not running a marathon. No. You know, so even though essentially it isn't the whole marathon, you know, the approach to base camp is five days. Um, wow! So, so that's actually the Everest base camp trek.
0: Okay, so the mountain climbing it that's walking, and then also having to like, mm-hmm. are you having to? Yeah. Is so like literally, I, where you're yeah, tapping like, in those I what see. what are they called?
1: So um, you, essentially, you're fixed. You're on a fixed rope. Okay. So you have a jamar. So in the big mountains, uh, the Sherpas uh, fix the ropes and you're kind of ascending up. So you're pulling yourself up. Um, but some alpine climbing, you are ice climbing as well. So you have double axes and you're actually, you're still on a rope. You're on belay, but you're, you know, climbing okay. with your crampons and your ice axe. Um, it's a mix. It depends what mountain. Okay. They, they vary in technicality. Right. So Amadevlom was very very steep, a lot of rock, kind of vertical. So, technical, very technical mountain.
0: And and the fear of heights doesn't does that ever kick in? Because it, I can't even go to, literally the top of my. <laughs> I, if I had to, if there was cable or something on the on the second floor, not even just past the first floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I start yeah. sweating and yeah. start freaking out, yeah. and I. I follow you on social media and I watch what you do. <laughs> and it's crazy to me that, you know, like you're saying you're afraid of heights and there yeah. was, you, yeah. you were afraid of heights. I still am. Wow.
1: I still am. But I think it, every, it's all mental. Right. Of course. It's all mental. And so in order to, to achieve a step above that and, and really address your fears, you have to face them, but Breathe. You just gotta breathe. You, you're in your head and right. you're thinking, oh my God, what if I fall Is We're very secure in our ropes. Okay. You, you have a great team, you're high up. Yeah, it's exhilarating, but I think it's a fear of dying as well. I think that's what it is. Okay. It, it's, it's our brains setting up for survival mode, right? right? Fight or flight. Right. So I think it's just that self-talk that gets you through it. Said, so look, okay, we're secure. I might have a good time. This might be fun. <laughs> this might be terrifying, but I'm not going to die. Right? And you have to remind yourself I will be okay. And the moment you take that first jump or you climb that first wall, you said, oh, you know, this is not so bad. Right. Let's go a little bit higher. And you start to build that momentum, little baby steps.
0: That's really cool. So yeah. like on a Hero's Journey podcast, what this is about, mm. it's about stepping into... A, a call to action and then th- this new adventure and then finding uh like a mentor somebody who's going and you've done what you're talking about are all these things but you're ma- now you're getting into a space where you're making this this norm for you mm-hmm. it's become normal and now you're pushing it
2: mm-hmm.
0: pushing and i'm going to take this mountain now and you know and those kind of things that which is inspiring that's Mm. what this that's what it's all about saying yes to things i think when you came in i said i have a new guitar player he just packed up his stuff from jersey Mm. to join my band and we met in person for the very first time today and i'm like yep we're hitting the road together next week and you know what i'm saying so it's he took on this new adventure i'm taking on this new thing and it's uh that's inspiring so Mm. you have this you also you know, uh, when when I met you, it was like, just as a side thing, you were doing like, um, you were like the, the the spokes model for the day mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. out there for Harley, for Red Rock yeah. that day. But then you're a personal, um, I mean, you do, you're a flight attendant for, for mm-hmm. private planes and that's your, I see you do that too. So yeah. it's like, and you're all over the world. Um, yeah. You get to fly all over the world. How does that fit in? Do you get to, uh, when you fly in these places, mm-hmm. you, you just set up these new adventures because you get so many days there? Or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so I might be in Hawaii on Wednesday.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> to, to oh, bummer, bummer. <laughs> yeah, Hard work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, but it gives me the liberty to be creative and flight. I love flying. I love traveling. It just fits my lifestyle so well. Yeah, I think the hardest part is training on the road, um, but yeah, it kind of I I'm a chameleon, so I really have to roll with the punches. Like I said, I may be in Hawaii, but I yeah. may be—you never know. They might call me for a flight for Switzerland tomorrow, and so I have to pack my bags with everything on, you know, a tiny bag with everything yeah. available. You know, I have my rash guard for Hawaii, but I might have a coat. You know, <laughs> going to Antarctica, you never yeah. know. Um, so it's it's exhilarating as well. You know, it's 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 opening up your mind to different places, different foods, different adventures. Uh I was in Belize not too long ago and I decided to do um like a float around the river tour through these caves. They're really known for their caves. And I went by myself. The pilots didn't want to go, so I met this couple and I had a great time. And wow. it was just the most amazing. They were on a couple's vacation. I was at third wheel, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, I was like, let me crash your party. Yeah. How cool. Um, and then I went scuba diving and you know stuff like that. I'll yeah. just randomly, okay, where am I going? I'm going to Hawaii, let's go surf. I don't really surf, but let's take some lessons. Or okay. you know, let's go on a hike. And I try to tailor it to my climbing, so training. So, okay, I need to do a three-hour hike with a weighted pack. All right, let's fit that in. Okay. So it's it's interesting to navigate that space with mountains and work and flying and battling flight fatigue and jet lag.
0: Well, and to Chase, come on. She's beautiful. How do you (laughs) you, you, – everything that you've been saying has been – alone i'm a i'm mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. I, I I go and I do this alone yeah so mindset wise how does that how does that like you're like this is my time this is this is this how that is, or is yeah. it just you haven't been swept off your feet? somebody hasn't come along and just
1: just it's hard, so <laughs> yeah
0: I mean I don't mean to take it that way, but I I'm know, sitting here looking yeah. at this beautiful woman, and everything she's saying is I'd do this alone. i do this alone. And these are all great experiences. I'm sure that if you could, you would say you'd want to share it with somebody. These really create yeah. moments. But you're so, when I'm around you all the time, I always feel so centered and peaceful <laughs> because that's the way you are. But you. no, please, how's that? how's that work?
1: Yeah. So I just got really comfortable being by myself. It's a lot of inner work. It's a lot of... You know, meditation and being being comfortable in my own skin, yeah. you know, and not really needing people around me to fulfill me. Um, but if I had a partner that loved to do it, absolutely, I'd mm-hmm. love to share it with someone. I haven't met anyone that really uh, would love to go on adventures like this. Right. I think that they have well, I know they have to be open to this lifestyle because it's who I am. Right. Um, they don't have to be the same person. But they have to be open-minded, right? And um, for me, it's it's my mind is open to that, but it's not out actively seeking that,
0: right? And I when for me it was the same way. It was I was two years of just you know I was like I'm going to work on myself, mm-hmm. and I think when I met you it was you know it was like no it was just it just come off that two years and I had just met Nicole, and um, but. It was two years of just focusing on me. That was yeah. it. And that's yeah. all I did. And it, f- I felt like I was personally ready mm-hmm. to be there and share experiences with, with someone else at that time. But it took a couple of years of just really no one. Like mm-hmm. I wanted, it's, it was like, yeah. I didn't want anyone around. It was me and my cat. Mm. I'm not even lying. It was like, she was like my <laughs> the the you know that was a comfort and love i needed and then mm-hmm. working out and and just working on my music and making sure that i was those things were yeah. you know meant yeah. for me but i remember the day that you we talked about you getting into this private flying mm-hmm. and i think you were having to go to washington or move away uh at the time to take on something like this mm-hmm. and i thought wow like how are you going to do it and we talked we were just it was a 10 minute conversation in passing and right. I think probably the same day that you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to just see where the wind takes me and I might end up at the Grand Canyon tonight camping. And I'm like, by yourself. <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you have a gun? A knife? Uh, you All know, can, can you fight off? <laughs> yeah? yeah. There you go. I love it. See, don't mess with this girl out there. Come yes. on, you see her. Sorry, wrong girl.
1: Listen, I hang out with Jamie. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Jamie
0: Villamore. She's yeah. she's pretty much a badass. Total badass. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you were on her show, I Dating was... Intelligence. I had her on too. She she's is great. she's awesome.
1: She's absolutely amazing. You
0: know, and that's the same thing. She you know she said the same things in that that you know going after what you want to go after, but mm-hmm. there's always there's room for other people, and and you can yeah. help and inspire and. You know, and like what you're wearing today, it's beautiful. You got to tell me, Thank I know you. this isn't from here. This has <laughs> got to be from another country.
1: It is actually. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know you. <laughs> the pants are from a small little village in Italy. It's a small little town. Um, and this I bought in Aruba. Okay. Yeah. I think wow. it's, it's Zara in Aruba. Okay. But this was like a little mom and pa shop. i um, uh, just walking out and sandals are too. But I I love to just go to these little boutique family owned places and, you know, they're all handmade or they're, you know, there's so much passion that goes into the clothing. So I love, I love to, I don't shop a lot, but when I see something like that, I'll Add it to my collection. That's one of awesome. my
2: favorite parts about uh, traveling and getting uh, in those mom and pop shops is that they've literally been making these like clothing things for like a thousand years, and they're just still open. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, it, it's traditions and you know, generations of families there. You know, their kids are running around, and you know, abuelita sewing in the back. It's it's amazing. I love it.
2: Yeah.
0: Producer Chase just got back a little while. It was a little while ago, but he was in Austria.
2: Yeah, I was in Austria for two months uh, and then uh, touring England singing at some cathedrals over there. Yeah, he's an opera singer.
1: Oh, really? Yes.
2: I am, yeah. I can give you a a little sample later. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Can get one now? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Come on, man. All right. Yeah, do it. Do it. I've been singing a bit. That's all you get.
1: Woo! Wow. Uh,
2: yeah buddy that
1: is a wow that's a gift no it is that <laughs> it is, is a gift yeah i recently saw andrea pacelli and amazing his whole family sings did you know that his, yeah. his daughter is an amazing singer and his son they're just a talented family wow yeah it was during christmas at a christmas special how cool yeah yeah it was how cool Yes. So,
0: um, what's your favorite place that you've been? Cause I, I see you jet set around, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. go to these different places. I just saw you on a boat,
1: yeah. you know, like,
0: yeah. um, I was showing my new guitar player, you know, who I was having on as a guest today. Yeah. And he's like, dude, she's everywhere. Like you were everywhere. So is there a favorite place that just stands out?
1: Yes. Here now.
0: I love that. <laughs> wow. With you guys. Wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on. It does get better. Thank you. you got opera, you, you got know, <laughs> some rad souls. Love it. I love this.
0: Thank you so much. Presence. Yeah. Presence. You know, I, I, was, uh, I was sharing that with a friend um, and he had to call me. He calls me from New York City and he goes, Hey, man, what did you mean about being present? Mm-hmm. And I went, It's being in the moment. And be there. Don't worry about what's going on uh, after. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. Be in the moment and enjoy it because it's gone. And then you'll think, oh, I did that, but I wasn't really soaking it in. I wasn't taking in the moment. And he was like, I heard that phrase a couple of times. I didn't know what it meant. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be safe to ask you because I had actually said that to him i said mm-hmm. when you guys get here i want you to take in sound check. i want you to be present and mm-hmm. be in the moment and enjoy the the before the show the show and after i've said this to you huh mm-hmm. you were in austria and i said don't worry about what's going on here you're not missing out on anything here at the studio we're going we're going to figure it out without you I want you to be present. I want you to be in the moment yep. and enjoy it because that's that two months, seven weeks, whatever it is, is going to come and go
2: so quickly, so quickly. Yeah, yeah it was like every day you reminded me. Just like I, cause I, was, I was so excited to tell you about everything I was up to, and you're just like, "Look, man, just and you know, yeah, don't worry about it. Just we'll talk later.
0: Yeah, you, you know? tell me about it later. I want you to enjoy this right now. Like, mm. be there, be in the moment.
1: Yeah, it it's so true, and also it's a constant reminder. You have to remind yourself, oh, yeah, every single moment to be yep. present. Mm-hmm. Come back, you know. Not, I'm not thinking about what I have to do an hour from now or what I did yesterday. I'm here now, mm-hmm. I'm with you. You know, my energy is present, yep. and that's, that's what it's all about.
0: It's yeah. something you said too in, in your conversation with me about training where you said you were, you know you push yourself to these limits and my my son said the same thing he was like you know i'll be done when i'm done you know not because i'm not because i feel like i'm tired or because there's something else i need to get to it's pushing myself to the point where i this was my goal and i did it i did my goal not because oh i'm tired no. no push no. through that push through tired push through you know getting lost in i got to be somewhere else or whatever or i give myself more time to relax whatever it is mm. pushing yourself and that's what you've done you, mm. you you said you were afraid of heights and yeah. and yeah. riding meaning like riding harleys yeah. what why why did you say i want to learn to ride what was the experience? What where'd that come from?
1: Ever since I was a kid, I loved motorcycles, and I used to have dreams of riding. and And then I started. I my first dirt bike that I ever rode on. I was fifteen years old, and it was a KX five hundred. It's a big boy. Yeah. My dad said, "Yeah, you can ride it. You got this." <laughs> and it, I, could really, I could couldn't, couldn't put your feet on riding. the ground. Nope, yeah, no, nope, couldn't start it. Um, but. I just went for it. My mom didn't love that, but (laughs) (laughs) she still doesn't. Um, But I love two wheels, and I I always kind of had a fear of riding on the street. So when I moved to Las Vegas, I was in a three-year relationship, and towards the end of the relationship, I told my partner, I, I mentioned to him, I really wanted a bike, I wanted a Harley not just a motor, I wanted a, a Harley. Harley. Right? I, I want to hear it. I <laughs> want to, it's just something about that, that. Yeah. You know, the Harley that just gives you um, a different feel. It is. It's more for me, it's meditation. I feel like if it was nothing against sports bikes, I love them, yeah. but it's not my personality. Right. It's more, I'm more of a cruiser. Um. But I would have dreams of myself on Harleys, but then there, I would wake up and have this fear like, Oh no, I couldn't, couldn't ride and just one day my friend said hey I know you love Harleys I'm selling my Harley do you want to buy it and my partner says we were already on the rocks he says look if you buy this Harley I'm breaking up with you and I said I'm buying the Harley (laughs) awesome
0: (laughs) awesome and you're married to your Harley I love (laughs) it and it's it's uh what it's the denim black
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's like like that matte black, straight pipes. Her name is black Betty. Love it. Um, just kind of that raw feeling. I didn't want to do too much of the upgrades, but it, it really is just, you know, I hop on it and you're present and you're, you just, you have
0: to be, have to be, you have to be on a Harley. If you, if you ride, you have to be present. It's a, you don't have a choice no. there you, you can't be in a car you're in a car and potholes things like that mm. things in the road you kind of get away with you know not having to worry about those things on your bike you have to be aware of absolutely everything mm. and so even on my ride over here i went oh i gotta i'm taking my bike i gotta yeah. i gotta take my bike today yeah. and because it was therapeutic i needed to just just yeah. just Be in the moment, enjoy it, come over here and have fun with you and sit down. And again, at the beginning of the show, I had said, you, you, you don't judging the book by its cover.
2: Mm.
0: You know, I get that a lot. People judge me. I'm six, three. They, they see me and they just assume whatever. And like, I made a point uh, to my girl, uh, we were on a flight Mm. and I said, this seat will be left open. Mm. Like watch this is southwest they won't sit next to me and it was she's like oh my gosh you're right and then the next time i said I was, they said this flight is full either it'd be the last one or it'll be open and it always is mm. but i've had people on the plane say ah i got to admit i didn't want to sit next to you but i'm so glad i did you know or whatever because yeah, you know, i yeah. engage in conversation right. and have fun with people but it's the same you know, you're a beautiful woman and have all these things that you you do and inspire, It uh, should inspire others, you know, riding. Is there something I don't know about you <laughs> that you do? Like,
1: You know, I kind of just live day to day and whatever I feel like doing that day, I'm going to do. You know, so if it's rock climbing or if it's riding my Harley or I'm going to scuba dive today or I'm going to, you know... Whatever. It, something not super adventurous or exhilarating. It could be anything really. Right. You know, I'm gonna learn French cuisine today. <laughs> sometimes I'll get some random thoughts in my head and I think I'm I'm always learning. I'm always a student and I'm always engaging with others and I I try to leave everyone better than they found them. You know, energetically and just engaging, complimenting people or just smiling you know that's that's who I am that's that's my heart and um that's how my mom was and that's how she raised me and my grandma and so it just it I'm from Texas as well so a lot of people from Texas are nice but it kind of goes ancestral too right and um I mean that's why we're here we're here to make the world better than we found it you know, leave it better than we found it. I
0: agree. I um, I make a point to do that. My uh, my whole thing, I'm walking down the street and I'm saying hello to people, opening doors for yeah. people. Um, I say hi to people at the gym constantly. I've made yeah. tons of friends just by, you know, let me give you a spot. But yeah. if they don't know me, you know, I'm like, let me help you because they're alone. They're working out alone, whatever it's. It's no skin off my back to help somebody out. Amazing. That's those are the things. That's the way I am. And on the way over here, my Abe, my new guitar player, walks in the door. He turns after about an hour of being there. Mm. Says to my girl, "I took the chance on coming out here and doing this with Brian, joining his band, because of his heart. Mm. I was sold on his heart. Yeah. That was it." Yeah. You know, and I went, whoa, because that's that's the goal. Yeah. Like you took that mountain and you could have lost your life going after what? An achievement. Mm-hmm. It was something you were trying to achieve.
1: Yeah.
0: But it wasn't something it wasn't your livelihood. It wasn't it was something it was you were pushing yourself to do something more than you thought you were capable of, you know, uh years ago. Now yeah. you you know you're capable of it yeah i'm going after it these are the things i have to do to make that happen that's really cool
1: you know the moment i met you i knew you had a good heart you had great energy and that's why i just gravitated towards thank you he's an amazing human thank you and you 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 are you're that solid you just i just feel that um but yeah you you have to you have to Put your best foot forward. Look, we don't always have great days. No, we don't. Shit happens. It does, all the time. All
0: the time.
1: And you know, things are not always going to go your way, but you have to see them as blessings and lessons because yes. they are always teachers. You have to take. Oh, you know, this sucks. Yeah, we're emotional beings. Let's react. Five minutes. Okay, let's draw it back. What can I learn from it? Mm-hmm. You know, and how do I make? How do I come up from this? Why is it happening? Right. You know. Okay, let's let's navigate that space. How do I transform from it? How do I grow from it? And how do I inspire others? I think that's why I climb mountains. It's not for the self-glory. And it's not like, oh, I climbed Everest. It's so I can help others climb their mountain and help them inspire. So there's this metaphor. And I, I want to train for Everest. So I'm working with a charity in that. But um, wow. it's, it's basically, you know, I... I tell people, look, we all have our mountains, we're all going through some shit, but you just gotta keep climbing. Things are gonna happen, pulmonary edema happened to me, but it doesn't mean that it is who I am and it doesn't define me, it just makes me a better person from growth. You know, I went through this, you know what, these are scars, I'm stronger for it. You know what, I've been through that. it's like David Goggins' cookie jar, right? He talks about the cookie jar. And all these things happen, and they're different cookies. And then when shit hits the fan, you just get a cookie and say, look, this is what I went through, and I can achieve it. I can grow from it. I can overcome this because I've already been through X, Y, and Z. So you have, you have this tool belt with you called life, and yeah. you can grow from that, and you can inspire others. You remind others that they have theirs too. We're never victims
0: wow my son is gonna be so inspired from this one because i am
1: yeah <laughs> wow
0: wow it's, that's it's so lying. true it's no true. Yeah. wow you have any questions
2: for kayla there chase <laughs> um you know you ask this every time and whenever you ask it my mind just goes it shuts it's off it's okay yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll think of some if you keep it going in a minute here yeah. i'll think of one if not you well, can sing again you know yeah
0: <laughs> i, <laughs> I just, like that
2: i i'm really impressed you have like a, a. you're very genuine and i can tell that yeah. and uh, i'm really impressed by like uh, uh how well you've exercised the skill of being present and that kind of thing Thank you. and uh uh something I don't, I don't even think that brian knows about his logo is uh if we look at the logo there that circle is called an enzo right okay mm-hmm. an enzo is a zen painting technique mm-hmm. where you it's uh, pretty much where you you meditate and then uh, it's a moment in time where the mind is free to let the body create so it's total presentness.
1: Mm. Wow! Yeah. So that's
2: kind of like a double entendre when we were making your logo. That right. I don't even think you knew anything about. Yet. No. Uh huh. I felt Incredible. that it might be relevant for this Thank show. Thank you. It's
0: very relevant. Um, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that, man. Of course, yeah. man. No, it's 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 true, and um, there isn't anything I could say that that I I could just add to what you're talking about because that's really. How I try and live my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you take on things constantly. Stuff happens to us all the time, and it's how we navigate, get through them, and learn from our experiences. And, and you know, and, and walk walk through moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. And because life's a journey, and as long as we get to wake up, it, you know, it's a gift. We wake up and we're breathing. We get today. Mm-hmm. You know what are we going to do today? Right. What is it that we're going to make today special? Because we go through so much time and we don't remember all the days. They they blend together, right. but there are certain moments in time that really stand out because they had an impact on us as a person. Um, when my kids were young, I used to I used to uh, my goal was because they were with their mom. That we weren't together. And so, my goal was with when I had time with them, I was going to use examples all day long. I'd pull over in the car and, okay, what's, you know, what could have been better here? You have choices all the time good, bad, whatever. They have consequences, whether they're good or bad, whatever. And I'm using these examples because I wanted to be seven out of 10 reasons that made up who they were going to be mm. so i was just i wanted 10 out of 10
1: <laughs> of course. but
0: but if i could get 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. and they had certain moments in their life because i read somewhere that by the age they're i don't know was like 10 years old or something that's kind of the makeup of who this person is going to be you know how they're going to look at life and how they're going to you know work their work ethic they you know home what homework whatever it is who they're going to be and i wanted them to think of these seven things that happened to them that were good things that i tried to implant in them and i remember the day that my daughter came to me and said she was 18 and um she was almost 19 and she said i'm going to africa and i went what You know, and she's like, yeah, but I'm, you know, short. I need this much money and I've raised my own money. And I'm like, why am I just hearing this now? And it's only two weeks away. And she said, you've always taught me do it. Don't talk about it until it's, you know, right there. It's almost done kind of thing. And, and I'm almost there. And I'm like, okay, so what is this for? And she said, I want to go volunteer at an orphanage. Mm -hmm. I want to experience another country. I want... And I'm like freaking out. I only have two weeks to like, you know, put this together. And it was the greatest experience she ever had. She wanted to yeah. stay longer. They gave her an understanding of how hard it was for me to say goodbye to her. Yeah. Cause I would show up and visit. If I was there for 10 days to be with her, she'd start crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? I just got here. And she said, cause I know the clock's ticking and you're going to have to leave soon, you know, kind of thing. And, that's tough on a 5-year-old, you know telling me this. Yeah. And I wrote a song about it called Save Me. It's on the new album that's out right now. <laughs> Save Me Ooh. on the Story So Far album that uh uh Elvis Monroe. But um but anyway, those kinds of things, you know, going through life and learning from those things and passing it on and they used to make fun of me. My kids would be so upset. Oh, wow, he's doing that again. And now they're like, we understand. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) That's what they're doing. Yeah. They are. They're saying they are, they thank me for it. They're like, you took the time. And uh, if I didn't get the time that, that their mom got, I was going to be fun dad, but learning dad and disciplined dad, you know, I I was going to be all these things in a short period of time. I get summers with them and things and we get to do great things together. And, And now they're young adults who, you know, are living their lives and it's incredible. But to try and pass those messages along to them, you know, Mm. and my son, like he's going to be inspired by this one and it's going to be really tough for him to look at this beautiful lady on uh, on video. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't shout out to Rock Rage Radio at the beginning of the show, the Rock Rage Radio listeners um, out there you know, uh, Monday nights at six o'clock, this show is on. Um, I'm telling you, yeah, listen to it on, on your radio, but you're going to want to go to YouTube and just watch her speak. I get lost in her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. Um, so is there anything we want to leave our listeners here before we go?
1: I do want to mention, um, kind of briefly, I am, trying to climb Mount Everest in the next two years. Okay. Um, but I want to do it for charity for a, uh, it's called searing fund okay. and it is a opportunity for children that are in remote areas of Nepal to have an education, um, some food and a roof over the head. So it puts them through boarding school and, um, it's concentrated towards young girls because there's over 20,000 young girls that are trafficked every single year in Nepal and so this is actually um a fund that can help them put them through boarding school it only costs 600 dollars a year to put a child through boarding school in nepal so i want to raise as much money as i can draw attention and make a difference change a change a child's life so they you know these girls grow up to become doctors and nurses and you know they really have a shot at life and there's some videos that I can send to you. Yeah. Maybe you could post and link of up. Of course. Um, and I'll send you the link for if you want to yeah. get involved in donating. And anything, yes. Anything helps, really. Yes. You know, a dollar to five dollars. One hundred percent of the proceeds are going to okay. To the foundation.
0: And we can put the link on um, on the episodes as well. Um, is there a is there a website or anything? There's yet? a
1: website. There's a website for the actual charity, and then I'll send you the. It's a GoFundMe that okay. I created. So one hundred percent of those proceeds are going to go to searing fund
0: amazing uh so as you know i'll tag it and we'll even put it on um the hero's journey website as well a link you know that's underneath the episode as well so that's awesome that you're doing that that's really cool again it goes back to you know uh, like same kind of thing my daughter did and and she said it was really hard to leave them there Mm. um she wanted to stay another three months she gave them a christmas you know and and she started new traditions there where they would go to the um to the market and she'd walk with two of the boys that would call me mr brian they would yeah, call please. on wednesdays it's and true. call me and sing to me and stuff so you know that's really what a great heart like yeah. you you that's really awesome that you want to help somebody because it's
1: yeah, this is why we're here. We're here for each other to help each other. You know, we have we have the capacity to to change a person's life. You know, and it doesn't doesn't have to be something like that. It could be a smile. It could yeah. be just like you said, yeah. opening a door, yep. a compliment. You know, it doesn't cost anything to be a good human. So
0: no, not at all. Be nice, y'all. I, I made a friend, and I'll I'll leave it with this. But I remember I was at an art gallery thing. Something I was into the uh, what's it. Neil Portnoy, I was Portnoyed and I was put on the wall at this uh, art gallery here in Las Vegas and they had an evening, Mm. right? And I was talking to some Elvis Monroe mafia fans, some fans that came. And this woman walks by and she's an older lady and she was done up so nice. And she had this, this blue jacket on and she just looked beautiful in this really nice short haircut. And I just said, excuse me, hold on, excuse me. I go you're beautiful Aww. and she's like oh you know like and <laughs> her off I hard. just I did <laughs> but she was mm. you know she's probably she's 70 something and uh her husband starts laughing and he goes what's your name I said Brian he goes do you wanna you know joke, <laughs> you know, and, and it, it just incredible Nancy was her name Aww, and Nancy. so Nancy ends up showing up at my show two weeks ago and she brought cookies her and her husband Mm -hmm. came to my concert you know and i was like oh my gosh so but that right there just that 30 second interaction Mm. it it, you know it was a positive thing that turned into all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and then i found myself eating cookies on a saturday night you know like going nancy made these cookies for me and all i did was tell her she looked beautiful. And yeah. she was a total stranger walking past me, you know, and um, she lit up and it made, made me feel good. And I'm not sitting here boasting about it or whatever, but I'm just sharing how a simple little thing turned into all this other stuff. So that's amazing. Yeah.
1: You illuminate the path for others and it's, it, it's a chain reaction, right. you know, because they will pass that along. So you're spreading, spreading the love. Yes. I love that. I think
0: there was a Matchbox 20 video that did something like that. It was so long ago, I might have to do a video. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Let's house you these little things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That can chain reaction. So, again, thank you so much. I have Kayla Perez here. <laughs> yes. And I was afraid I was going to say it wrong. And I did. And I did at the it beginning great. of the show. But I, I corrected myself and I even knew that I was going to do it wrong. Uh, Chase, dude. This has been great, huh?
2: I loved this show, man.
0: Yeah, it was very <laughs> inspiring and I felt very zen. Mm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you,
0: know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I'm over here. I if I, I, I want to match her energy, but I can't help it because I get so excited. I'm sitting here talking to her. So much that I don't want to talk about. But thank you for being on our show.
1: Thank you. Um it's an honor.
0: Thank you. And we will again the link mm-hmm. we will put that everywhere and share and do whatever we can. Okay. Uh, to help you and i can't wait to have you come on and tell us about mount everest when you take that thing
1: <laughs> yeah let's do it i'm ready
0: that'd be killer <laughs> so um again to the rock rage radio listeners out there um thank you so much as they say we are everywhere to my sponsors smp inc chase S&P Inc., those guys are awesome, huh?
2: Oh, yeah. I love those guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and they're, they're actually, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. But JPS Computers, Alex and Jesse, thank you guys so much. And to Red Rock Harley Davidson. And Kayla, she rides Harleys just like I do. I'm going to jump on my street glide and head out. But if you guys, uh, if you find yourself wanting to get a Harley, you can actually reach out to me because they, they let me keep my license. I can meet you at that store and help you get on a bike. Uh, We'll find the right one for you that fits whatever you want. And uh, that's not a sales pitch. I'm literally saying, I'll help you, whatever it is. Red Rock Harley-Davidson in Las Vegas. My name is Brian Hopkins. That's Chase, the voice. And uh, this is a Hero's Journey podcast. Thank you, Kayla.
1: Thank you so much. Dream and I believe.
0: It's coming round, it's coming round to me